we know that in this day and age, cybersecurity is of the utmost importance. And uh, we're always looking to make sure we're using the best technologies to protect our clients and their investments. And uh, we today we brought on a very special guest. Uh, his name is Jaime Ramirez, uh, and he owns a cybersecurity company uh, called Preventer. And we have a great interview with him. He primarily works with businesses, but he gives us some very good insight as to what is going on out there, especially since the pandemic, especially since everyone is doing way more online and things to be thinking about how you can protect yourself and, and, and some of the things that his company does as well. So it's a great interview that everyone needs to listen to. Yeah, I know that, uh, you know, Merce and I, we're always talking to our clients, to our listeners uh, to be careful. Uh, we don't want people and we don't think we should be scared of online activity, but we just have to be smart. We can't be the 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 kind of person we used to be where you had one password for everything out there. And uh, that was pretty much your last name, one, two, three, or something like that. And so we, we you know, what we're trying to advocate in this, and we're going to do more on this topic because it has become a bigger topic throughout the pandemic is how do you protect yourself? And that's really what this comes down to is education because the the hackers really kind of prey on the person who's not being vigilant. And we are, we're, we're preaching vigilance right now. So we hope you enjoy this. Please check out the website, pomwealth.net. At the top right-hand corner, if you ever have any questions you'd like to talk to Merce and I, feel free. You can click right there. You can set up a 15-minute complimentary phone conversation. Ask us any questions you want to ask us. Learn more about what we do. We might be able to help you in some possible way. And so please take advantage of that. But before we get into this episode, we have to do a quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome to our podcast today. We're certainly happy to have you here to talk about uh, different topics around securing your retirement. And actually the word secure today is going to take on a different meaning. We usually are talking about how to secure your money to last your lifetime. But today we actually have a special guest with us that we're talking about the idea of securing your transactions so that you don't uh, have someone take it that's not supposed to take it. And we are seeing more and more of a threat around cybersecurity and those kind of things. So when we got information about uh, uh, Jaime Ramirez, we just said, hey, let's let's get him on and talk to him. So first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's certainly a privilege to have you with us. No, thank you. Good morning. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. Great. So can we just start off a little bit, if you could tell us a little bit about maybe your background, how you got into this idea of protecting people against these cyber threats and uh, how that evolved and maybe a little bit about what it is that you do so that everybody kind of gets that context. Yeah, sure. Well, um, 
I'm in the business, technology, uh, IT, uh, banking, uh, money service business for around more than 30 years. Uh, the last 20 years working directly with anti-money laundering for prevention the solutions, uh, designing and developing. And the last five years working in digital identity directly. Um, Preventor is our company. Uh, was founded uh, in 2017, so it's a pretty young company, but we are we are working with business to protect them in terms of the digital identity and fraud prevention. Very good. So um, clearly you have a nice little resume there and you've got some experience in the world of identity theft and fraud prevention. And it is something that we're seeing all the time now. Um, you hear about all these breaches that are happening with major major institutions and you're always worried about, hey, am I at risk? And so tell us what you're seeing, especially since since the pandemic, you know, everyone is on their computers way more than they've ever been, uh, shopping way more than they've ever been online and stuff like that. So tell us, what, what are you seeing these days as far as threats to um, individuals uh, from, from a security or a fraudulent uh, or transactional standpoint? Yeah, definitely. The, I think that the pandemic accelerated the digitalization of everything, right? Before pandemic, um, there were a lot of uh, companies working, especially us uh, as one of them, working on uh, automated the processes for businesses in terms of um, uh, cloud, uh, internet, uh, and minimize the the face-to-face -face interaction with the customers. But uh, you know, during pandemic and after pandemic, this now is all over. It's not only in financial institutions; it's in any industry. Um, and I think that. Um, you know, whenever there is a, a demand of services, there is also, you know, a good opportunity for people that are wants to commit fraud and uh, crimes, right? So the internet opens a lot of um, opportunity for them to breach uh, the identity theft, uh, cybersecurity for those companies that are not prepared. And how you are not prepared because you know, uh, if you are working through the internet, you first of all, you need to start by identifying who is the person in the other side of the computer, on the other side of the internet. If you're not sure who, who you're dealing with or who you are gonna do business with, then everything else is, you know, it's regardless. You need to first understand that, uh, that part. Um, in terms of security, of uh, cyber security, uh, I think that the cloud, uh, the major cloud uh, uh, companies are pretty good on the, the AWS, uh, Google Cloud, Azure, uh, and others. Um, but it's still, you know, company needs to be protected in terms of what tools that they use in order to protect their core business. Yeah, so I know with us, you know, we are financial advisors. We have a lot of clients that obviously will, will from time to time email us, ask us to, to, they need to take care of some kind of transaction. And so we have set up protocols and this is not necessarily a software, but it, at this point we have software that helps us with protection. But, you know, we've set up protocols like, for example, we never take any instructions uh, via email. Uh, if a person emails us, we have to uh, engage them in a phone call, uh, do a security check with them, uh, identifying them who they are, and then that, and and then once we have that verbal from them and identified who they are, then's when we can do the transaction. Because we've had a few scenarios where somebody uh, hacked the customer's email. 
They listened or watched for a while, and then they pretended to be them and asking for this transaction. And I would call the client and go, I never asked for that money. I never asked for it to go there. So we know that one's a common one. Uh, what are, would you say are some best practices or things that a company can do to protect themselves and to protect their clients? Yeah, of course, you can do, you, you can be able to, to make a phone call when you have low volumes, right, or transactions. And, and you can call the customer and you recognize the voice of the customer because you know them. Uh, you can make a, a, a few security questions like a day of birth, the last four numbers of your social security or credit card number or anything that, uh, you know, identify the person. But still, you are not sure if that person is that person, you know, that person can be, can have all the information of your client. And, uh, you know, and it could be someone very close to the person that, uh, you know, we, we like, um, my my partners, uh, my co-founders, they they pretty much know any, everything about my company, and they can, you know, they can call anyone, and they can say, you know, yes, this is this is that. So I think that uh, in in terms of uh, recognize the person, there is a lot of uh, right now a lot of uh, biometric methods. Uh, you can do uh, face recognition, voice recognition. Uh, you can uh, identify the document authentication. Uh, there are multiple multiple ways to authenticate. The the tricky part is um, how to use those tools in your process, uh, automate your process. No? Because you can go into the internet and you say face recognition, voice recognition, document authentication, proof of address recognition. How are I, how do I use it? You know, and then um, the technology is out there. That, the, what you what we're looking for is um, how to use those tools in my own uh, business and how to automate what I'm doing in, it in an efficient way to protect my my business but at the same time not to have friction with my customers and not to have abandon high abandon rate with my customers no? because that's the other problem you improve your security you improve your process but at customers don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, I've got a, a quick story. A, a friend of mine, um, she she has an Etsy account. Etsy, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically like an online, you can create your own business and you can sell products or, or services basically. And so she has an Etsy account and she was telling me the story of how she got hacked. And I don't know how they got to the point where they had her had, had hacked her Etsy account. It could have been through emails. It could have been through finding out the password one way or the other, but somehow the Etsy account got hacked and what they did. And this is, I think this is one of the most creative stories I've heard. And it's trying to like bring some light to what hackers and what uh, these people are, are doing these days is, is, uh, they're getting very creative. And so they hacked the Etsy account 
And then they created a fake product on her Etsy account for sale. Mm-hmm. Then what they did is they went and hacked other Etsy accounts. Oh, and also they created a, a, a link to a different bank so that if wow. someone buys the product, that they can send the proceeds of that product to the bank that they want. And so they can get money mm-hmm. that way. But then they're like, okay, we, we basically, we created this product. Now we need people to buy this product so that we can make some money. And so mm-hmm. they, they then hacked other Etsy accounts that have credit cards linked to them and went to her store and bought the fake products. And now they're getting money coming in and then tra- transactioning it out to the bank that they linked it. So um, I know that she caught it very early, but throughout all the process, that was the story. And so it's, it's crazy. It's not just, let me get into your bank account and let me try to take some money. They're getting very creative as to how they're funneling money in different directions so that you don't really notice it. So that's one story, but are there any examples that, that you have seen recently that are different than the, the, the normal that we have been seeing of just stealing a password? And also um, for, for, for people that, you know, shop online that, and they have their information out there, what are some red flags um, that they should be looking for when they're doing these types of transactions? Well, for a consumer, you know, first of all, they need to check uh, from time to time their 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 statements, their balances, their apps. You know, either in the bank or either in Amazon or any other uh, uh, method of payments that they have. No, because, um, like you said, there is a lot of cre- people creative that are to to find the way to to convince the other side that you know they're real. So, uh, and you can see this not only in, in, in retail as a identity theft, but uh, you know, they, they are also created in how to extract a, a structure of transactions to, to steal, you know, a lot of money, you know, and they can go, they can go very well because uh, by the time that, the, that some consumers notice that there's something happening in their account, sometimes it's too late. Some banks has the, recognize this and then they send the, the money back to the consumers, but uh, sometimes it's, it, takes, it takes time to, to recover that, no? if they can recover. <laughs> Very good. So could you tell us the name of your company is Preventor? And uh, I'm assuming you're trying to prevent uh, cyber threats and crimes. <laughs> Could you tell us uh, what your company does, who you help, and how you do that? Yes. Uh, Preventor is a risk management and identity management platform. Uh, basically, uh, initially, we start working with just financial institutions in terms of from the identity verification, know your customer, know your business, transaction monitoring the end-to-end uh, anti-money laundering or fraud prevention. Uh, because of the pandemic, now we are open, we are working with different kinds of industries in the, for identity verification. Um, we have a different kinds of customers, not only the financial industry, transportation, insurances, casinos, um, uh, fintechs, a lot of uh, uh, small, medium companies. Um, we are, uh, our headquarters are here in Miami, but we are working with uh, any, any financial institutions globally. Very good. So I think to summarize, 
everyone needs to stay vigilant about what information that they're they're putting out there and and also to find as many layers of security that you possibly can i know that we advocate a lot for uh the two-factor authentication which is you put your login to your whatever your bank or your your investment account or whatever it is you put your login and then it it automates a text to your phone or to your email so that uh, there's just another layer of security that you have to add in before you can actually access the account. I know that other institutions can implement, like you said earlier, um, uh, voice recognition and stuff like that. So I think for anyone out there that's listening and also varying your passwords is another big one. Don't use the same thing for every single thing, which I think a lot of us are guilty for. Um, but I guess the, the story here is, is we want to stay as vigilant as possible in these in these very tough times of uh, all these different things that are going on with hacking, with with technology, with with uh, security breaches and everything like that. So, uh, Jaime, we thank you so much for coming on today and giving us some insight as to what is going on on the broad scale and so that we can uh, be thinking about it and how to prevent it. Yeah, well, thank you very much for this opportunity. So, hey, what's a way that people could, you know, if they are a small business and they're listening to this and they're and they're thinking they need to make sure they got this protection or they're any kind of business, what's the best way for them to get information about you and 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 what your company does and how that might help them? Yeah, sure. Uh, at our website, uh, preventor.com, uh, we have a lot of information. There is a resources uh, page there where you can find uh, white papers, use cases, videos. And there is a contact page there, preventer.com. Yeah. Very nice. Well, we'll make sure that's on the website and in the show notes. Again, I'll I'll say what Mer said. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.